Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Showing Up, a mini podcast by Mama Strong, which we really like to consider the imperfect human guide. No, we have to start over. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hi, everybody. It's Courtney and Jaya, and we're here with another episode of our mini podcast, Showing Up, and I'm laughing because we've already done this once. And the first time I did it successfully by explaining everything somewhat some, in a somewhat understandable way. And so I feel pressure to now do that. <laughs> but anyway, it needs to be as good or better, Courtney. <laughs> uh, yeah, so on that note, um, this mini podcast showing up is dedicated to our attempts to create habits that stick in our very imperfect and often unpredictable lives. And this podcast also lines up with the challenges we do each month in Mom Strong that are focused on a specific theme. And then we break that theme down and we talk about it here in the podcast. So what, we're starting a new month. This is a new challenge. So Jai, what is our, what is our topic for this month? So, the July <coughs> challenge is the free time challenge. So uh, I believe we're talking about what happened to free time. What is free time? Do we even have a concept of that anymore? Um, so that's July. I'm excited about this one. Like super excited about this one. <laughs> I am too. And I've probably done a really, I've done a thing that I shouldn't do because I'm hello part. I mean, hello, Mom Strong has taught me not to do this, but I've made some really like lofty goals Mm -hmm. and decisions about what I'm going to accomplish in this challenge, which I never do with challenges. And for this one I have. And so I'm going to check myself a little bit on that and just recognize that my desire to do that is symbolic of, or demonstrative of the, of how important this feels to me. Like, yes, I don't want to miss this. It feels really important. And so I'm going to, I'm going to stick there with how important it feels rather than the lofty goals, which Mm -hmm. feels hard. But, um, so I think one of the things that we'd like to do, especially in the first episode of these podcasts each, each month, um, it's kind of just get real about how we feel about this topic instead of being, the experts teaching, <laughs> yeah. we really want people to understand that we're here with you. And the topics we come up with are often like, Oh, wow. Yeah. I feel that. And so we're really yes. here with you being curious with you. So I'd love for us Jaya, to talk about our relationship with free time now, and then end with talking about what, what we want it to be. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start with my current relationship, which I think today is a perfect day to be doing this because I feel so squashed mm-hmm. in the sense that there, there is no free time. And when I do have free time, I feel like it's this um, time bomb because mm-hmm. there's a, a beginning and a very near end. And as a person with ADHD, that's very hard on my brain. It's like taking a test and all you're thinking about yeah. is that it's going to be over. Mm-hmm. And so that's what ends up happening to me with free time if it even shows up. Right. So that's one thing is like, it feels like this condensed amount of time and I either have to do something really great with it, or I just waste it away entirely. And then what was the point of it? Yeah. The other aspect of free time is this burden of hope that I feel quite a bit in my life, Mm -hmm. which is like, 
I'll get myself set up with, with planned free time and be very deliberate about it, which as we know, as all busy humans takes a lot of orchestration and a lot of the hard stuff of asking for help and then letting go of control and like all these things. Right. So I'll have figured out how to get like an hour, (laughs) two hours, and then something happens and that free Mm -hmm. time gets pulled away from me. And I have to like move into this place of like being okay with it. Cause it usually let's face it when it gets pulled away means that I'm needing to show up as a caretaker and get, get okay with that fast, you know? And that's a double, for me, that's a double bind because I want to show up for my kids a certain way. And I don't want to be angry and bitter about time I have with them. And Mm -hmm. I, I, and I want to show up as myself, but then you can't help but feel resentful about it. So I, the burden of hope sometimes prevents me from um, setting up free time because I don't want to be disappointed and I don't want to go through that grief cycle and I don't want to feel resentment. And I, so I end up, yeah, it feels like a burden of hope right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah. Okay. Then there's three, there's another thing. Well, yeah, this is the third thing. I really misuse my free time. And I think that's, I'm going to totally blame this on something else. I think it's, I think it's the re I think it's the reality of the level of uh, the attention economy out there that I've really, yeah. I've allowed my attention span to become something that it didn't used to be. And it, it, it like my attention span is just destroyed. Part of that is because there's so much going on and you only have so much attention. And part yeah. of it is because when I do have free time, I end up using it for things that don't build me up, but actually make me feel worse. And yeah. Um, yeah, so I need more free time. Today's a great example. I feel extraordinarily abrasive and irritated. And I know it's because I haven't had any alone time, like any period, zero, nil, the zilch, nilch, <laughs> zilch, nil, like no, and there's been nothing. And so um, I feel like in over my head and irritated and, um, I really need it. So yeah. I don't know. What's your relationship with free time? Oh man, this is, oh, this is like one of my, my like hot buttons. Is that a thing? Is a hot button a thing? Hot button. <laughs> it, is now, it is now if it wasn't. <laughs> it's a different podcast. Hot potato. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, you know, when I talk to other parents about free time, I feel like there's this narrative about it that I've never related to. Cause what I hear from other people is like, Oh, remember when we had free time, that's all gone. And I'm like, to be honest, I have always had an extremely tense relationship with free time my entire life. And, and it's not parenting obviously has changed the way time works for me, but I feel like my brain has always been in a time warp and I feel like I talk too much about ADHD, but I just can talk about ADHD, like getting diagnosed as an adult and then looking back on life and being like, Oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been, I have, I have been living in this funny time warp where I've constructed guardrails around myself as a mechanism to cope with what I now know as ADHD. But the result of that has been that I don't really know, 
I, I really, really struggle to use time in a way that feels correct <laughs> when I have quote yeah. unquote free time. I have major anxiety about how to use unstructured time because mm. I think there's this underlying, it's like this bomb, you know, I think you said something about taking time bomb. It's like, for me, it's this fear that if I allow myself to be unstructured, that it will blow up. Like I will lose all control over every realm of life that I have control over. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. Um, and the times that I have sort of caught myself, like sometimes I'll catch myself like, oh, I'm enjoying some free time. And then suddenly I'm aware of it and it's ruined. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, uh, and, yeah. And I really also relate to the burden of hope that you mentioned because there are so many, I have so many like uh, hobbies that I aspire to, but that aren't my actual hobbies. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. like, it would be so nice if I could like, I'll buy myself craft supplies or something. I'm like, it would be so nice if I could be that person. And then I'll start and I'll just overwhelm myself with the expectations of what that should look like. And the mm-hmm. fact that I'm not an expert of it. There's a lot of, this is a real tense thing for me. I'm oh like, this gosh, is the opposite. This, so this is the opposite of what free time is supposed to look like. And so, yeah, and I don't even know. I don't even know. But I, I will say there is one. No, go ahead. No, you <laughs> go, you go, you go. I'm, I'm holding it. Eight, two yeah. ADHD people trying oh, to have a conversation. We're like, you Sorry. talk. No, you talk. No, you go, um, you go. <laughs> I, there's one. I mean, the truth is like, I, I do have some unstructured time in my life. I have one kid, he is very intense, but he is in school. So like, I do have pieces of time sometimes, but what I find is that I'm always using it for things that I don't, um, I don't want to call it like it, like it doesn't count. And this is an area yeah. where I have to question my own stuff because I'm just yeah. like, I spend my free time doing things like exercise and walking in the woods and, you know, um, cooking projects, things that in my mind are like chores, but I actually, but since I enjoy, enjoy them, I'm yeah. like, this is actually a completely legitimate way to spend time. Um, yeah. and this year for the first time in my life, I'm turning 40 for the first time in my life, I have grown a tiny garden that has actually mm-hmm. successfully grown things. At least parts of it have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I've been like weeding for yeah. like, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, but to me, that's like, that is an incredible triumph of free time that I can even like weed my tiny garden for 10 minutes and be like, wow, I spent 10 mm-hmm. minutes doing something that didn't feel productive or give me, you know, time anxiety. Whew, you wow. know, <laughs> you really brought up a lot, which was a couple of things that I want to highlight. One is, and I think this will help form the challenge ahead. One is figuring out like what your relationship has been all along that maybe has just been magnified in parenthood, because I totally agree. If I really yeah. think about it, my relationship with free time has always been tense. And I definitely grew up in an environment where like relaxing equaled, you know, something bad or like, I don't remember such a part of it. Yes. (laughs) I don't remember ever sitting on the couch as a kid. And now I watch my kids lounge, like they lounge. Mm -hmm. And 
part of that was comfort and safety in my own home, but part of it was mm-hmm. like the culture of, of how I was raised. So there's that, then there's the neurodivergence, which is like, I've always struggled. And, and for me too, substance use disorder. Like I remember it, in my recovery program, like we talk a lot about being restless, irritated and discontented. And mm. I remember that feeling as a young kid, all kids do about being bored. Right. Yeah. And what the boredom would do for me is like throw me into this abyss of, un, of the unknown that I just couldn't handle. So I keep yes. myself away from it. I, so that's, that's the thing. What is our relationship with free time been all along? Is it the mm-hmm. same now after becoming parents? The other thing that you said that I think was so important is what type, I think we're all different types of people when it comes to free time and what, what being idle really means. Cause I'm a, I'm a mover. I'm a, I, I often feel guilty that I'm like my way of meditating is through movement and doing, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Whereas mm-hmm. like my second ex-husband, like he was all, he would call it holy leisure, which is like a whole other conversation, but like he, <laughs> he would just stay in bed in like, read all day and like he would just stay in bed and I would try that on for size like when I actually had like not a third kid I would try it on for size and I would end up feeling terrible at the end of the day and I judged I judged myself for that thinking like oh you're really bad at free time and he would too like you need to learn how and but that's not that doesn't make that's not that's not how my free time fills me up and I think right that's another key component that you brought up. That's so important that I think we'll probably be talking about, which is like, who are, who are we individually and how do we claim that as being okay? Like Mm -hmm. you weeding might look busy or not relaxing to somebody who needs to just, you know, be a walrus on a bed for a while, but your weeding is doing the same thing that that's doing for them. And yep how do we come to terms with that? And how do we know what's like avoiding the abyss and how do we know what's actually like helping us move into it? I think that's, for me, that's what free time is. It's the abyss of the unknown yeah. of you without identity, without purpose, without anything and attention span and all that stuff. And I think that's the key component is you're figuring out like what helps us move through that unknown and actually makes us feel better. Yeah. You know? Cause yeah. I think you're right. Like the pressure is always to like do nothing. And my nothing might look different than somebody else's nothing, but one is not better than the other. Yeah. And this is making me realize, well, a couple things. One is just like the reflection from other people about what is, what counts. Mm-hmm. And I know in my family, I have, I have like artists and musicians in my family and, mm-hmm. you know, like people where, where I've always gotten I've always gotten this, this reflection back at me, like, but where is your art? You know, (laughs) (laughs) what if my art is just like feeling grounded in my body? Does that, and I've always been like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, And, and yeah, just like this idea that, and, and, you know, the, the person I'm married to is one of those people who loves to lay and lay in bed and read. And I'm just like, wow, I wish I could do that. And also it makes me anxious just to see you doing that, let alone myself. Completely, 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 completely. Are you depressed? What's wrong with you? How can you do that? I know. Yeah. 
And then the other thing I was going to say is like, this just feels like it, it, it dovetails with this giant quagmire of like self-care and how we do self-care mm-hmm. and what that means to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, do we yeah. have candles and bath time? And like, mo- you know, most of us are like, what is, what are you even talking about? <laughs> like, right. You know, like, oh is it God. self-care or is it, and sort of like what different people's definitions of that are, you know? Yeah. I think this is, I, now that we're really talking about it, I think, I think I originally went into this being like, okay, how can I get like, how can I kind of structure free time or how can I get better at free time? And now what I'm hearing us talk about is more like what helps us, what helps us land in ourselves and experience not just putting out the fires of life, but like mm-hmm. connecting to ourselves. And how do we mm-hmm. do that within the reality of our kind of, you know, all the needs around us? How do we, yes. how do we do that? And I think, I think, I think what we're discovering is we don't really know because we think there's a certain way to do it. And it starts with yep. just knowing ourselves. And I think we could end, let's end with like, what, what do you want your relationship? What do we want our relationships to be with free time? I think for me, I want to feel flow state again. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel congruency where um, I'm, I'm putting myself, I'm, I'm giving my attention to things that um, maybe nobody else can see but that really reflect who I am, like what you do. Not that I'm not doing that now, but I really don't use free time in the way that like, you know, I'm I'm not connecting to flow state or the things that I know I want for myself, like the little kid in me. So how do I line that up a little bit more? I think I want that. And then I want free time to be less pressured and less Mm -hmm. like this is all you get ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and how to build a relationship with it where I don't constantly feel like it's, I'm never going to get it or it's, there's never enough time. I want to change that piece of it, but I, I want to feel flow state again, whatever that mm-hmm. means for me. I just want a little touch of that. Um, yeah, of course I want to <laughs> say, Oh, I want to write my book and I want to do this and I want to do that. Yes. And I like slow the F down, Courtney. Like, let's just start with first landing and listening to yourself. Like that yeah. is what I want first. Yep. What about you, Chayanne? Yeah, flow state. Absolutely. And, you know, I think that's one of the superpowers of ADHD, as you know, <laughs> is hyper-focus, which people sometimes frame as a bad thing, but um, it's really quite, quite a powerful tool when you, you know, when you harness it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and for me, that's like those two things kind of, are like, they, they fit together. Um, and I think just even the process of like reframing that of like be feeling a little bit obsessed about this thing you're interested in. It's not Mm -hmm. a bad thing, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and especially if it can get you to that place of less self-awareness of like, I'm doing free time right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is the thing that always crushes it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. There was something else I was, oh, I was just going to say, I think this also 
for me at least, especially in the last few years, um, just related to showing up um, specifically for exercise, I feel like the way we spend time and, the, and our relationship with our bodies and with exercise are so related <laughs> because, oh my because God, of what yes. exercise does for our bodies and our brains, but also because of how we've created that inner script about um, how much time we should be spending exercising. Um, mm -hmm. and, and like, is ex what kind of time is exercise, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like for me, that's been a really big one of both letting it be okay for movement to be a joyful way that I spend free time and also letting it be okay to not spend so much time exercising because I want to do something else. Like the way that fits in, I feel like is very fraught for it was for me for a long time. Um, oh my God. Yeah. 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 For sure. So, yeah. And for me, for me with that, with exercise, it's definitely like, because exercise has become my job. Mm -hmm. I actually need to practice more movement on my terms outside of what I do here. Yeah. Because I yep. just, I do, I do enough exercise. I'm at peace with what I do. And yet I'm a mover and I don't really move out. I don't really move in other ways in my free time. Mm -hmm. um, that I actually, like you're saying, really that type of movement, really any type of movement really feeds me, but I don't, mm -hmm. that's not my default to go to because it's my job. Right. And so, but it is a really good portal for me. Like what other types of movement can I do in my free time? Um, anyway, we yeah. could go on and on with this. These all, all these topics will be coming up, but yeah. Oh, it's such a, it's that. such a deep topic. We originally, I didn't know. This, we originally framed this as hobbies. <laughs> And I remember when we first came up with hobbies, it was like my, my breath, like caught, I was just like, yeah, because it's such a stressful topic to me. Yeah. This is <laughs> much like, deeper. And it's because of, yeah, it's because of this. I'm glad that we went deeper. <laughs> I'm glad we did it today. Cause I feel like we could go there because we're just like at capacity with life. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like we could go there. So we hope you all kind of go there too. And we're excited now. We weren't maybe, but now we are very excited about this. <laughs> yeah. Look ahead. Um, we'll see what happens. So we'll see you all next week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.